all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. Today is the 13th of November. Hope you had a great weekend. Mine was fantastic, actually. My colleague Ayush and I spoke to Formula One legend Mika Hakkinen. You can catch that interaction on the website or on one of our social media pages. But let's look at what else happened this weekend. U.S. President Donald Trump offered to help to defuse regional tensions ahead of a series of meetings beginning on Monday at which territorial disputes in the South China Sea will be a key agenda item. Separately, Trump has said that it was certainly a possibility that he could become friends with Kim Jong-un. That was only hours after insulting the North Korean leader on Twitter. Meanwhile, former CIA director John Brennan has said that President Donald Trump is showing that he can be played by Vladimir Putin when he doesn't acknowledge Russian interference in the 2016 election. James Clapper, who is former US Director of National Intelligence, agreed with that assessment and said that he thinks both the Chinese and the Russians think that they can play Trump with flattery. Brennan and Clapper were speaking on CNN. A Saudi Arabia official has said that there is no possibility that the king will abdicate, citing Salman's perfect physical and mental powers. Saudi Arabian credit default swaps have jumped by the most in almost two years. That's amid the sweeping corruption probe as well as the heightened tensions with Iran and its proxy militant groups. Embattled UK Prime Minister Theresa May is facing a fresh challenge as 40 Conservative members of Parliament have agreed to sign on a letter of no confidence in her. May's opponents are now eight lawmakers short of what's needed for a leadership challenge. That's according to a report by the Sunday Times that quoted unnamed sources. An agreement between Uber and SoftBank lets the latter and other firms invest up to $1 billion in Uber and proceed with a tender offer in the coming weeks to buy up to $9 billion in shares from existing investors. The deal could still fall through if there aren't enough interested sellers. Back home, the Goods and Services Tax Council at its meeting on Friday cut rates on 211 items spread across all tax brackets, including three-quarters of the 227 products that were originally taxed at the highest 28% tax bracket. Now, the Supreme Court of India, by the order of the Chief Justice of India, has named a three-judge bench to hear a petition seeking a probe into allegations that bribes were sought by a retired High Court judge to settle a case in the Apex Court. Air India has received a loan of 1,500 crore rupees from Bank of India to meet urgent working capital needs. This less than a month after it floated a tender seeking funds. That's a PTI report. Adani Transmission is likely to clinch a deal to acquire Reliance Infrastructure's Mumbai power business, which has been assigned an enterprise value of between 13,000 and 14,000 crore rupees. That too is a PTI report. JSW Steel and the Lodha Group are among 20 entities that have expressed interest to invest 2,000 crore rupees to complete the pending real estate projects of debt-laden JP Infratech. A quick check on international markets now. Weak US consumer sentiment and growing pessimism surrounding the tax reform there weighed on the dollar while equities posted their first weekly loss in more than two months. The greenback ended Friday little changed even as Treasury yields spiked higher, tracking a sell-off in gilts. Asian markets have opened down with the Japanese Nikkei leading losses having lost as much as 0.6% in early trade. Key data to watch out for today, India's CPI data for October will be out this evening. It's expected to rise 3.45% from the earlier reading of 3.28%. 
Darshan Mehta joins me now. Darshan, hope you had a great weekend. What are the initial cues that you're picking up? Good morning, Alex. Good weekend, but uh, the cues uh, currently don't look the best. Uh, the SDX Nifty is indicating a slight negative opening. Uh, no positive cues coming in overnight. But we are in the final leg of uh, the earnings season. So the Nifty results today will be Adani Ports as well as NTPC. Some of the other important mid-caps to report numbers today will be Adani Enterprises, Apollo Hospitals, Idea Cellular, NMDC, SpiceJet, Wakarangi. A lot of numbers came out after market hours from Friday. So the strong numbers were LNT, Britannia, BEML, Timken, GMDC, Oil India, Quick Heal, Nestle, National Fertilizer, and Balaji Telly. The companies which reported mixed or inline set of numbers were BPCL, Sun TV, Novartis, Sobha, Arti Industries, Deepak Nitrate, Brigade Enterprises, and Gen Irrigation. And finally, the weak numbers came in from Coal India, Suzlon, RCF, Gujarat Floro, DLF, and Ashoka Bilcon. Some of the stocks that you have to watch out for, LNT I'm repeating because the numbers were, in, were strong, but they've managed to cut their order inflow guidance, which probably may be a deterrent for the stock today. The big mover today could be Axis Bank. They've raised almost 11,600 crores via share issue and warrants. Brokerages have given this a thumbs up because this actually meets the capital requirement that the bank has. IPCA Labs has won a supply of anti-malarial medicines by the Global Fund. That's really big for IPCA Labs. And two important bulk deals. Jisdal had surged on uh, Friday. HDFC Mutual Fund has bought in 1% stake in the company. And in Hudson Agro, DSP BlackRock Mutual Fund bought in 1.2% stake. These are some of the important news you have to watch out for. But do log on to our website www.bloombergquin.com to get more details in terms of which are the important stocks that could react in today's trade. Thanks, Sarshan. And thank you for tuning in. Log on to the website and look for the all-you-need-to-know story for a comprehensive view of what Darshan and I have just spoken about. Have a great day. This is Alex Matthew signing off.